Welcome to the Classic Holdup Podcast, where we analyze media from the past. Each episode features a different host that brings a fresh take on a film, TV show, video game, or music album of their choice. What can we discover? Do old favorites have a shelf life? Will the classics hold up? Welcome to the Classic Holdup. For this episode, I am your host, Kaylee Grooms. Thank you for joining us, and if you enjoy listening to us talk about your favorite movies, music, and games, hit that subscribe button so you can stay updated on episode releases. Now, the film that we're going to be discussing today is one that I'm very excited to talk about, and that is Steven Spielberg's Jaws. Released in June of 1975, the movie was an instant hit when it hit screens. For those of you who may not have seen the film yet, Jaws takes place on Amity Island off the East Coast around the 4th of July. After a series of uncharacteristic shark attacks, Martin Brody, the new sheriff, must take it upon himself to make sure the beaches are safe once more. Brody teams up with Quint, an expert shark hunter, and Hooper, a marine biologist, to set out and find the shark. Spielberg builds up the suspense throughout the movie, not even showing the shark until halfway through, giving audience a sense of suspense right from the get-go. I still remember seeing this movie for the first time, and I can honestly say that I've been hooked ever since. I was about 10, and my mom saw how much I loved movies like Jurassic Park, you know, classic 10-year-old movies, and decided that I was ready for this next level of scary. So she told me when she saw the film for the first time that she had to watch parts of it through, like, the holes of her blanket or, like, behind her hands. So I was really expecting, like, this really scary movie. So now I really wasn't that scared when I watched it, but I know that there were some scenes that I definitely preferred to turn away from and not watch. But all in all, I've been a huge fan of the movie since the first time I saw it. I've seen every sequel, although I can say that none of them quite compare to the original, though the second one does have some legitimacy to it, I would say. I'm excited to get the chance to geek out about this movie a little bit, and I'm really excited to do it with our episode's guest, Jessica Starnes. Hi, Jessica. Thank you for joining us today. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing great. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself just to let the listeners at home get to know you? Yeah. So currently I'm a senior at uh, Michigan State University. Uh, my major is physiology. So I'm on the pre-PA and or pre-medical track, but I'm kind of indecisive where I'm going there. Um, but other than that, I've got two cats, uh, <laughs> Aurora and Milo. <laughs> I love them very much. Um, I like to sing. That's about all about me. <laughs> well, thank you for those interesting facts. That was awesome. All right. So the reason that we asked you to appear on this episode of the Classic Holdup is because just up until a few days ago, you had never seen Jaws. Is that right? That is correct. I have never seen Jaws until, well, you asked me on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Is there any particular reason you had never seen it before? So I just, I never had like the time to watch it. My parents didn't have it, even though they have a ton of movies. They just didn't have Jaws. I don't know why. Um, but yeah, just, I've wanted to see it, just haven't had the time. Yeah, for sure. So the point of this podcast is for you and I to decide if we think that Jaws still holds up to the original hype that it got. Any guesses on how this film did in theaters in the first few weeks? Um, I feel like the first few weeks, it probably grossed pretty high. Because um, I feel like back then, scary was like a totally different meaning like to scary now. Like, 
scary for Jaws. Like, that was really scary at the time. Now it's probably, like, not. <laughs> but, like, yeah, no, I think I think it did really well because I think, yeah, I, I think that's why. No, you're totally correct. The film did really, really well in box offices. So with its release in 1975, Spielberg got put on the map. That's considered one of his, like, biggest breakthroughs. Um, Jaws was nominated for um, an Academy Award for Best Picture, and it also won three Oscars um, for Best Film Editing, Best Original Score, which we honestly have to talk about Jaws' score at some point, and Best Sound. So yeah, it was the highest grossing film um, up until two years later when something else was released. Any guesses on what surpassed Jaws there? Ah, oh, jeez. I feel like I know this one, but I have to just, I have to guess, um... Because I know Indiana Jones is old, I know Star Wars is old, and those are like the big ones, and then... Yeah, let me give you a hint. So, the film that surpassed it was released in 1977. Okay. I know Indiana Jones is more closer to the 90s. Yep. So, I'd have to guess Star Wars then. It is. Star Wars A New Hope was released in 1977, and it ended up surpassing Jaws, um, which honestly... Who- understandable it's star wars i mean that makes sense yeah does not take away from how amazing it was that jaws did so well especially for steven spielberg being 27 with that release of that film that was his first um really big directing gig and with all of the issues on set i think that is probably the fact that it did so well and was such an awful awful film to work on um with all of the issues with the shark and then they just didn't have enough time the entire time for it to end up being such a well-known and critically acclaimed film is is very surprising so yeah i had no idea it ranked that high because like i had no idea they had those problems and the fact that he was 27 i'm 21 and i've not accomplished anything or like i don't feel like even close to accomplishing anything right now so like the fact that he's 27 made this like critically acclaimed movie that like almost everyone has seen or watched yes is just insane to me no yeah (laughs) No, really. He talks about the fact that he has worked on so many films in all of his time, and Jaws might be so close to his heart, but he hated it. (laughs) He hated working on it, and he was so glad to be done with it, especially because so much of it happened underwater. I think that's, like, a big thing, is it's just hard to do mechanics in the 70s underwater. Yeah. I think that's just really, yeah. And, I mean, anyways, like, underwater scenes, I don't know about you, but they always make me so uncomfortable. Like, when people have to hold their breasts, Mm -hmm. like, I'm always catching myself, like, holding my breath with them. Like, I'm like... (gasps) No, exactly. (laughs) You know? Uh Uh-huh. And, like, that's the whole reason that Jaws is so scary is because they have those underwater point of views, which were just so hard for him to get. So the fact that he was able to get them in the short amount of time that he had, and they all looked so amazing... Props to Spielberg. Props to Spielberg. I think you're going to say that a few times throughout this podcast is props to Spielberg. (laughs) Okay, so so today, Jaws is still a cultural icon. And the one question still stands, though, is it still scary the way that it was back in 1975? So why don't you tell us what you think, Jessica? So just watch the film for the first time as a 21-year-old. Tell us, do you think the scare factor held up? Yeah, so I'm gonna be honest, I was not scared at all watching that movie, because um, <laughs> like like I was saying earlier, like today's scary is different than back then scary, mm-hmm. and I think it's so funny to me that that is like a thing, because it really just shows, I guess, like the cultural differences and like where, what what is scary now, you mm-hmm. know, and that's just really interesting to me, because I've actually been thinking about that a lot, because my mom would be like, oh, this movie was so scary, and then I watch it, and it's like, not at all. <laughs> and I just think that's so funny, but, you know, the music definitely makes you 
uneasy. Like, that's the only part of the movie that I think that actually made me feel something. Because, you know, the classic, da-dun, da-dun, you know, like, that makes, I feel like the orchestral, I guess, part of that music was very inspired in terms of making you feel something. Yes, exactly. I think that was something I definitely wanted to talk about today is the music. I think John Williams is an amazing, amazing composer. One Agreed. of my favorite all time. He did so many amazing things and Jaws <laughs> is right up there with it. And I think I think you're totally right. It's I don't think it's scary. I think it is it well, it is actually not considered a horror movie. It's considered a thriller, an action adventure kind of movie. So it's not supposed to be scary the way that we see scary. But I remember like my mom and all these people telling me, like, Oh, don't watch Jaws yet. You're too <laughs> young to watch Jaws. <laughs> it's scary. Close your eyes at this one part and I never felt fear with it, but you know what you do feel when you watch Jaws is uneasy, like you said. Yes, uneasy. And that comes from that music. And I mean, there's like, I could talk about the music in Jaws for <laughs> an hour, but we don't have that much time. So I'll just, I'll, I'll cut it down just a little bit. But the thing about the Jaws music is the way that they added in at parts where nothing happens. Yes. And I think that that is so genius <laughs> because they just have it come in and you're like, oh, these two dudes on a dock. Mm-hmm. And then the two dudes on the dock are completely fine. But it builds up this suspense. You're like, oh, these guys are goners. They're yeah. goners. <laughs> and then so the suspense builds up, builds up, builds up, and then nothing happens. So exactly. the audience is just left with that suspense and you're just holding that in your chest. You're like, oh. Mm-hmm. So then the next time something comes and it, it goes up and nothing happens again. And so I think it just, that's a whole thing to be said about the shark as well, is that they don't show the shark because the shark looked awful. Can we talk about how awful the shark looks? Yes, the shark looks terrible. And like that is what I think is the funniest is that Spielberg knew that that shark looked awful, but he also knew that there was nothing else he could do in 1975 to make that shark any better. Did you know the shark's name is Bruce? You know, I actually did because I did some before before podcast trivia. Um, and I, I, I found that fact that his name is Bruce and it was because he named him after Spielberg, named him after his lawyer. Yeah. And I think that's so funny. Yes. <laughs> so we'll just refer to the shark as Bruce throughout the rest of this now. <laughs> refer to him by his name. Classic. But Classic. no, like that's like a whole thing is that they don't show the shark and then they build it up in the suspense with, with the music. Mm-hmm. And then eventually you see the shark and you're more scared of the idea of it. And mm-hmm. then you see the shark, especially in the scene where the shark eats Quint, and you're like, oh, that's plastic. (laughs) You're like, oh, okay. You're like, rip. (laughs) Yeah, and so it's like that sort of suspense that's built up is what you get scared of, not Bruce himself. Mm -hmm. And I, yeah, I think They definitely give you that false sense of comfort so many times. I guess Mm -hmm. not comfort, but like, I guess like, it's like, how I picture Jaws, it's like, you know, you're hunting and like there's just this doe and it's like you like shoot a couple warning shots and it's like, oh, you're not going to shoot me. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, someone just dies. Like yes. it's <laughs> it's a no. false sense of security. Exactly. Yes. No. And I, I think that whole thing with between the music and not showing the shark, it just builds this entire like realm that you don't see in other types of movies. And I think that's one of the reasons why people say that Jaws is scary when they really mean that it's suspenseful, that it's... They just don't have the right words for it. I don't even have the right words for it. I don't <laughs> think it's scary, but I sit there and I watch it and I'm like eyes glued to the screen. Like, I, can, I, I mean, I know what happens now because I've seen it a few million times. <laughs> but even so, you're just like, oh, what's going to happen next? Or I hope this person's fine because they're playing the Jaws music. <laughs> uh, this person's obviously a goner, but then they're not. And you're like, oh... 
like the dog the dog oh my we god we talk about the dog the dog his name's pippin <laughs> oh his name is pippin his name's pippin and that scene where when you watch it for the first time and you're like is this dog about to get eaten by the by bruce by the shark and then i mean then it's a kid which is also sad but every i think everyone's like oh the dog the dog and then the dog's fine but you're like phew and then they're like and they're like gotcha <laughs> but yeah so oh all right yeah the dog the dog definitely <laughs> scared me because i was like i'm someone who cannot watch a dog die like an i am legend oh no i think there's just something about yeah a dog dying in a movie that just I, makes it tears are flowing more emotional <laughs> So, Tears are flowing. looking forward, then, so we've established that we don't think that Jaws is scary, and I think most people would say the same thing. Mm-hmm. So, looking forward, what do you see as a future for Jaws? Do you think people, years from now, are still going to have any interest in this film? You know, let's just, I mean, let's just look at Spielberg films in general. I mean, they're still relevant today, and they're all, like, from the 70s to the 90s to, I guess, even present day, and they've yeah. all been high grossing films pretty much for the most part i don't really know too much about i guess other films but i know the i know spielberg's name a lot of people do (laughs) and like a lot of films he's made has been pretty high like et and well jaws as we're talking about and he's had other films that i can't remember the name of (laughs) he did indiana jones he did back to the future he just did the new west side story movie yes okay i i like i know his films but i don't know his films because it's like you're not you're not a film major yeah so you're like i love that movie i'm like i know i know he's like made movies i love but i can't think of what they are right now because i'm on the spot but of course so basically yeah like he's relevant his movies have been relevant i mean jaws was made in the 70s with like terrible (laughs) <laughs> graphics or whatever you want to film special effects. special effects like, oh my goodness oh my gosh Bruce. the stem major in me is like graphics it's, <laughs> it's supposed to be <laughs> special effects oh my gosh um but yeah i mean just considering just how bad that is and yet it's still relevant in 2022 like i think it will at least for another 10 years i mean mm-hmm. if not more I definitely, I definitely agree, and I think I'm glad that you brought up the idea of Spielberg's other films. Like, he just, he just came out with West Side Story. Like, he's still relevant, and I think the fact that he is going to stay relevant is going to keep the whole thing continuing. Mm-hmm. I think, I think it's funny, too, is, like, how much merchandise you still see for Jaws. Like, um, my cousin, she's 13, and she is also a huge Jaws fan. She's seen all four of the movies, I don't even know how many times. And I was just at the store and I was looking for a present for her and there it was, Jaws Snow Globe. <laughs> and I'm just like, the amount of like merchandise that you still see for it, there's obviously people out there buying it. There's mm-hmm. obviously people who are still feeling these positive feelings for the movie where they wouldn't be still making stuff. And I think that that's going to definitely continue. Agreed. I think it just in terms of shark movies, how many shark movies have they made? Like tons of shark movies. Tons. <laughs> my favorite series is like Sharknado. Oh, All my the goodness. different variations of it. Like Crocknado. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> like Shark Croc or whatever the yes, heck it's exactly. called. So, so funny. Obviously, there is some sort of pull for people to watch media about sharks. Mm-hmm. And I think Jaws is just up there as the best shark movie of all time. And yeah. I think that if you're going for more of a scare factor, if you're going for fear... You can definitely find other shark movies that are going to get that. You could watch, oh, what was it, Deep Blue Sea. That one's really good. Yeah. Um, that one's oh, actually the, the really sh- good. The Shallows. Like, that just came out, like, all of these shark movies. But those I would consider scary. 47 meters down, scary. Mm-hmm. 
very on edge. <laughs> and I think a big part of that, too, is just, like, how the sharks look, too. Mm-hmm. And I think... They look more realistic. And I think what Spielberg was going for in Jaws was a completely different type of shark movie than these other kinds. Mm-hmm. And he, he did it first and all that kind of stuff. And I think the fact that Jaws is kind of based on a true story is yeah, another thing. Yeah, that's very unsettling. <laughs> I know, right? That's the thing is I think the fact that Jaws, I mean, of course, is not 100% true. But the the inspiration from mm-hmm. it being a real life thing, they kept all of that fear out of it that Mm -hmm. was like yes it was scary but it was also more about the people than the shark and I think that that is really shown through Jaws and for all of that I really do think that this is not going to go away I don't think it's going to be forgotten anytime soon especially with it being Spielberg's like debut film yeah like it's right up there it's Mm -hmm. And with it being the icon, like the music you were talking about, like like that's so iconic. Oh, so and iconic. And it's just like <laughs> now it's just used in like conversation. Like that's just it's like a meme. It turned into a meme. Almost. Yeah. Before I even like saw the movie, like I knew the da 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 da. You know. And for that reason, I don't think you're ever going to be able to associate a shark without the Jaws theme music. Mm-hmm. And I think for that reason, the movie is going to continue. To be big. And I mean, of course, maybe it will just be one of those like classics that people are like, oh, you have to see it. At least once. Yeah. At least once. Exactly. But I, yeah, I don't see it going away anytime soon. Yeah. I definitely think it's going to be around for a while. My name is Jenny Chow. My name is John Hart. My name is Sophie Shirley. When I complete my degree, I want to work in the audio industry. I want to work in the movie industry. I want to work for National Geographic and travel the world. My name is Jenny Chow. My name is John Hart. My name is Sophie Shirley. And, and I am ComArtSci. Start your journey at comartsci.msu.edu. So now we're going to answer some questions that were written by some other hosts of our podcast, The Classic Holdup. So the first one that we have is, how do you think that Jaws has affected the public's feelings about sharks? Oh, I was waiting for this question. I think it's just (laughs) one that you have to discuss because it is a very big impact. Yes. So why don't you go ahead and give us your thoughts? So nature lover me wants to be like, all animals are precious. I love animals, but I think about the ocean and I want to barf. (laughs) because it's it's spooky spooky. so no i will never go in the ocean and is it because of sharks yes (laughs) is it because of all the other terrors yes i don't like the idea of the ocean like every shark movie and like jaws especially like i mean i just watched it but i've seen other kind of shark movies before like i've seen deep blue and that movie was like definitely made me like nope never going in the ocean never dealing with sharks mm-hmm. i couldn't do it i don't understand how people go in in those like shark feeding tanks with oh. sharks how how do you do that how do people they're like ah oh, sharks are gentle creatures and then they just like boop it and it like mm-hmm. triggers whatever biological thing i've seen videos of it that they can yeah. like touch them and they like go the other way and i'm like you're yes. just magic you're a wizard <laughs> yes. i'm jealous that you have that like 
courage and like mm-hmm. i mean but then again i have this fear but i think that is because of the impact that this movie has had on society because like if you look at like the statistics you're more likely to die from getting a vending machine falling on you <laughs> than you are from a shark attack mm-hmm. so it's funny to me that like we see vending machines as safe but we don't see the ocean and sharks as safe considering yeah like I said, you're more likely to die from a vending machine. Imagine dying from a vending machine. That is not the way I'd want to go out. That's not <laughs> ideal. Like, I'd rather it be a shark. No. <laughs> I'd rather be a shark. No, but I, de- I definitely agree. And I think with Jaws being, like like we said earlier, like one of the very first shark movies, it started out this trend of seeing sharks as bloodthirsty killing machines. Mm-hmm. And I'm a huge shark fan. I really, I love sharks. I love sharks. And I like... <laughs> shark documentaries am i terrified of them yes yes and i think that's why i'm so interested in them because like they're like oh you're a little spooky but you're cool (laughs) and i think that a lot of that like yeah comes from media Mm -hmm. because if we portrayed sharks as i don't know like killer whales like Mm -hmm. think about it that way yes killer whales are scary i would not want to be near a killer whale but you don't have the same fear response to killer whales that you have to sharks which is hilarious to because me. Because when have you ever seen a scary movie about a killer whale? I know. There should be, though, because killer whales, have you, like, have you really, like, read about killer they whales? They are terrifying. They are terrifying. They, like, kill their animal, like, their food for sport. Like, exactly. I've seen videos of this freaking orca just, like, tail flipping the seal, like, 50 feet, I kid you not, in the air, just so that it can fall and either die or just, like, toy with its food. Mm-hmm. I'm like, y'all... Y'all are messed up. Like, these dudes, these dudes are no joke. At least sharks are like, ah, I smell blood in the water. I'm kind of hungry. I want food. Mm-hmm. And they just bite it mm-hmm. and they just go with it. But orcas, no. Mm-hmm. They're like, let me torture you first. <laughs> and that's the thing is, like, sharks really are, they're solitary creatures. They only hunt for food. They're not hunting for sport mm-hmm. like some other animals do. And I think people don't realize that because of the way that they're portrayed. You start out, and I think a lot of it, I've thought about this before, is it has to do with the eyes. I think it is the eyes. It's just, you, shark eyes are, they look dead. Yes. Like, you, you're like, ooh. <laughs> well, they have fish eyes. And, exactly. But the thing is, they're not, when we, I feel like shark, sharks are like, you know, with like fish, like we don't see them as a threat. We see them as food. We see them as like, mm-hmm. you know, oh, okay, I can touch this fish. This fish can touch me. Like, nothing's going to happen because we typically don't associate fish with teeth. Obviously, there are fish with teeth. Yeah. But, like, I guess on the greater scale, like, I mean, we live in Michigan, so. Yeah. <laughs> we have. Uh, we Muskies. Have, yeah, that's, like, the biggest thing. But, like, sharks then take fish to, like, a whole new level. And now we have a fish predator that can also kill us if it wanted to. And it has big teeth. <laughs> yes. So that, I think, kind of takes away like the safety aspect of it mm-hmm. being a fish and now it looks like a fish and has dead eyes and like it looks like it has no feelings it probably does i mean i believe all animals have feelings but like i don't know for sure because those eyes look hella dead yeah no and i really think with jaws like being like that first movie that started it it just kind of pr- it promotes this bloodthirsty like ideology about mm-hmm. sharks and i think that it's so funny because i know you've only seen the first jaws but you have yet to experience the roller coaster that is Jaws 3 and 4. 
Jaws 2 is actually honestly good. Like, I would honestly recommend watching it. I wouldn't say it's as good as the first one, but it's worth a watch. And it has the same kind of characters. It has Martin Brody. It's the people that you kind of seen from the other ones. It's more focused on his kids. And then Jaws 3 takes place in an aquarium. And then Jaws 4 is the Jaws... The Jaws. (laughs) Is the shark is out for revenge. And he is hunting down... Oh, my gosh. All of Martin Brody's kids. That is what Jaws 4 is. What? (laughs) I think it is the funniest thing because sharks don't do that. Sharks do not swim to... I think he's in Florida. He's somewhere. They're somewhere in the tropics. And the shark swims down there to murder people. (laughs) And I think that that's the, like, that idea that they're like, this is what sharks do. Sharks are bloodthirsty savages. <laughs> that's not true. That no. shark, the only reason their shark is going to attack you is if he thinks you're a seal. Exactly. Yes. Which is why, like, if you ever see a shark, I mean, just honestly learn the move that makes them go the other way, mm-hmm. which is apparently pretty simple. Like, you kind of just, like, hmm. if it's their nose, oh, not nose, they don't really have a nose. Shark but nose. They're like. They have a nose because they smell stuff. They, I think it's their gills. Thing. Oh, apparently I don't know a lot about sharks. <laughs> I don't know, actually. What does a shark even look like? I can't even, like, picture them right now. It's okay. This is a movie podcast, not a shark <laughs> anatomy podcast. But yeah, like, I don't know. I feel like you can learn that move and also just, like, I guess the biggest thing, too, is, like, you can't move and flail about because yeah, that's... don't look like a seal. Don't look like a seal because seals would be freaking out because mm-hmm. that's their predator and they'd be trying to swim away and, you know, flap their little... <laughs> tails which like people i feel like when they go deep sea diving whatever they got those flippers on yeah so then to a shark they think oh seal mm-hmm. free real yeah. estate free real estate <laughs> all right let's move on to the second question we <laughs> talked a lot about sharks there we did <laughs> all right so the, for the second question we have it's how do you think jaws would have been made differently if it was made today a lot of cgi I agree. I agree. <laughs> a lot of CGI. <laughs> Without a doubt. <laughs> and honestly, like, if we, I mean, depending on who works on it, like, we've seen some great CGI films, like mm-hmm. Avatar. Mm-hmm. Um, the Last Airbender one? No. <laughs> no. 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 James Cameron's Avatar. Yes. 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 James Cameron's, I can't say that apparently. James Cameron's <laughs> Avatar. <laughs> yeah, that had great CGI. I mean, I'm still waiting for the second one. I think we all are. I don't know. He's like, I'm tired. I can't make it. I mean, I one. can't blame the guy. It was so much work. <laughs> I can't blame the guy. I wouldn't be able to do it myself. Oh like, that's gosh. that's too much time and effort. But amazing work. And, I mean, even Star Wars, like, the now mm-hmm. CGI is incredible. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. just looking at where CGI has gone and special mm-hmm. effects have gone in the last, I don't know, even, like, five years, really, mm-hmm. is just insane to me. And I feel like it gets better and better. And then there's one film that, like, I don't know, over CGI's it that makes yeah, it look right. not real. But yeah, tons of CGI definitely for the mm-hmm. shark. Yes. Like without a doubt. <laughs> and I think that it's kind of cool when it was made because it was kind of the perfect era, right? Mm-hmm. So Jaws being made in 1975, they could get away with using that shark and then the then the people of the time being like, "Wow, amazing, scary shark." Because that's what they were used to, right? If it was made now, you could have made it with really good CGI, right? Mm-hmm. But if it had been in that time period where CGI was just coming into like into the norm of being used instead of like mechanical shark, mm-hmm. I feel like it would have been awful. It'd I feel like awful. they would have had because I've seen Jaws three. There is a good example of Jaws <laughs> three here, and since the sh- sharks in Jaws three are more CGI, it looks awful. I think it's just in comparison to the original movie is so bad, and mm-hmm. I think that Jaws works without CGI. 
it could work with really good CGI, mm-hmm. but it could not work in Jaws 3 era mm-hmm. because it didn't work. They did it and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. It's literally like, uh, it's like a sticker that they move across the screen <laughs> of a shark and it's not, it's not swimming. Oh it's my just gosh, like a no. shark moving across the screen. <laughs> like nothing about it is moving. And I think it is the funniest thing. And I remember like seeing it for the first time because it's the, 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 the Jaws. I keep doing that. The Jaws. The, the Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> that's the new name of the movie the, the jaws, jaws. <laughs> the shark is like they're in, a, in an aquarium and he's swimming up to the glass to like ram into the glass to like break it and he does whatever but uh-huh. they're like oh, watching the shark swim at them and it's just it's a sticker it looks like a sticker <laughs> of a shark just being moved across the street oh my gosh no but yes like what i was gonna say though too is um with like cgi i was just thinking of, like an example because like we were talking about Star Wars earlier, mm-hmm. and they had terrible CGI, but Star Wars had such an incredible, I guess, storyline, mm-hmm. and, like, at the time, the CGI was good. Yeah. But, like, and now we can appreciate Star Wars because we've all fallen in love with that movie, mm-hmm. but I feel like it would not have worked for Jaws, like we were saying. Yeah. Like, for Star Wars, it worked because Star yeah. Wars took us on an entire, like, journey throughout space mm-hmm. and, like, a totally different, I guess view of i guess what the cosmos could be if if you know we were (laughs) advanced civilization but also at the same time a long time ago in a galaxy far far away (laughs) exactly but no i totally get what you're saying like with with a new hope coming out in 1977 two years after jaws it really did have like the same kind of feel to it and then seeing the prequels come out and the phantom menace Mm -hmm. when that was all actual cgi and it wasn't as I guess more of what we considered the CGI of 1970, whatever. Mm -hmm. But The Phantom Menace doesn't look amazing. It looks weird. (laughs) There's something about it that looks weird. And it's the same thing with Jaws 3 that you're like, hmm, I would have preferred if it looked like the other ones because Mm -hmm. CGI was just not what it is now. And what it is now, if they remade those movies, would probably look amazing. Mm -hmm. Jaws 3 amazing probably not it was it's a bad storyline <laughs> can't really fix it but it would look better it would look better and that's all we're looking for but yes oh, yeah so yes i think we agree there would be so much more cgi and mm-hmm. i think that it would take honestly away from the movie yeah i think there's just something about it being set in the 70s looking like it's set in the 70s it just yeah. has like a classic feel to it it makes me feel like it's like homey <laughs> yeah i feel like if it was like done now it just would not be the same with all the cgi because, like, I don't know, the mechanical shark just made me feel something. <laughs> I was like, dang, I couldn't do that. And that's kind of cool, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I couldn't do CGI either. <laughs> but I, could not do CGI. but I don't know. Something about, yeah, just it gives it, like, that homey feel, like you said. Yes, exactly. All right. And so we have our last question. And this one might take a little bit of thinking. But how does Jaws compare to other films done by Steven Spielberg? And, like, we did just talk about a few. There was um, E.T., Indiana Jones, Back to the Future, and now the new West Side Story movie. Yeah, so E.T. definitely, I feel like, had a similar feel to Jaws, but, like, I guess upgraded, if that makes sense. Like, it had a, you know, really good storyline. It followed a non-CGI E.T. that was very... E.T. phone home. <laughs> I love that quote. Um, and Looked like a raisin. <laughs> he really did look like a raisin. Um, so I thought that was a really cool movie, and I thought that that really, it took a definitely different genre than Jaws did for sure. E.T. was definitely more of like a coming-of-age story, which mm-hmm. was really cool. And it's held up, but I also feel like, I mean, I haven't seen E.T. since I was a kid, though, but so I don't really actually know how it's holding up anymore, if I'm being honest. Yeah. There's our next episode. 
E.T. <laughs> um, and, you know, yeah. And then there's Indiana Jones, which is just like a it's been a hit since it's come out. I mean, everyone knows Indiana Jones. I still see Indiana Jones merch. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all love Harrison Ford. I mean, that man. <laughs> Dear to my heart. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I love me some Harrison Ford. Yep. <laughs> But yeah, no, I totally agree. Like his movies, I think Spielberg is obviously one of the best directors of our time. And I think no one can argue with that. No. With the amount of hits that he's had. And my absolute favorite movie growing up, maybe still my favorite movie of all time, is the very first Jurassic Park movie. (gasps) Oh my gosh. And I think just the vibe of Spielberg's movies is just something that I, I just love. Same. And I think like he just, the way he tells stories I think, like, throughout Jaws and Jurassic Park, there are definitely some differences. Jurassic Park is definitely more action-heavy than Jaws. Yes. But I think he still is able to balance it really well. That's something that... That's a huge complaint that people have about Jaws, is that it's very slow at the beginning. Yes. They always talk about it being a three-act movie, mm-hmm. where there's just all this build-up that makes the end more intense, like, with them actually chasing the shark and out at sea and all that kind of stuff. And you don't really see that with some of his other movies. Um, Indiana Jones and Jurassic Park, I really don't see the same, that kind of slowness to it. Mm-hmm. So I would say that that's probably the reason that these other movies are probably more popular. I would say that Indiana Jones and Jurassic Park are more popular. E.T. Jaws maybe at the same level. But yes, I definitely think that it's it, it can hold its own in all of his movies. I think yes. that <laughs> it's not like it's not like the the little baby brother by any means. It's not mm-hmm. I mean it was his first big film, but I don't even consider it like oh, he got better like his like I'm sure he improved. I Oh yeah. How can you not when you're 27 and now you're <laughs> working in this and you're still directing all these years later, but no, I don't see it as his first film like oh, look at this. Look how he's improved. Like you mm-hmm. can't compare it in that way. And I mean, you can't with anyone's artwork in general, like anyone's <laughs> creative process because if you think about it, I mean, I mean, look at singers. Like I feel like I couldn't pick one song for someone and say that that's their best. Mm-hmm. I mean, cuz and maybe that's their best in my opinion, but exactly. like Everyone has their own opinions, and maybe they actually have, like, five songs that are, like, mm-hmm. kind of equally loved by different groups of people. I mean, mm-hmm. same goes for Spielberg and his movies. You know, this hit an older generation niche. Like, mm-hmm. that was that was Jaws. And even now, it's still relevant with, like, young people. And, like, Jurassic Park, I'm so glad you brought it up because I forgot about it. But, yes, oh, one yeah. of my favorite franchises of all time. I could geek out about that. But, I mean, he's a genius, in my opinion. Like... I don't know what it is about his movies, but they're very comforting, even if they aren't. Like, I, I like how, you, yeah, I like that. It's, it's hard to explain, it, but it feels very unique in a tone way, I guess. Like, there's just, you can definitely tell a, a Spielberg movie from, like, a non-Spielberg movie. Mm-hmm. Because of just, like I said, like, the tone and, like, how the movie goes, which is funny to me that Jaws is so different from his other movies in terms Mm -hmm. of, like you were saying, like, it's so slow in the beginning, and he's, like, building it up for a really long time, and maybe a theory I guess I have is because he didn't really love this project as much, maybe he was, like, maybe I'll try something different and was, like, let's just build it up and Mm-hmm. whatever i'm not sure i don't know spielberg <laughs> you're like let's just interview him for our next podcast <laughs> yes oh my gosh <laughs> hi spielberg <laughs> hi actually he's here with us in the studio today <laughs> steven how- <laughs> but no i definitely i definitely agree like the tone of this one 
is not the same as his other ones, but mm-hmm. I think it works. And I, I like how you brought up that it's more opinion-based. Mm-hmm. Is like you could understand that it's an amazing work and you can still have other works of his that you like more. Like I said, like Jaws is not my favorite movie of all time. Like I love it. And I mm-hmm. love the impact that it had because now I get more shark movies and I love <laughs> I love a good cheesy shark movie. Like, yes. I, I did kind of bash on them, but honestly, they're amazing. <laughs> I will watch a shark movie any day. Even like a terrible one, honestly. Honestly. Jaws 3. <laughs> like I watched it more than once. <laughs> I'm like, why was that guy wearing a cowboy hat the whole time? Like, there's just, like, <laughs> things that don't make sense. But it just inspired all this. And so I think I think Jaws holds its own against all other Spielberg movies. Yeah. And that kind of leads us into our last section here. And that is the question, does Jaws hold up? Does it still have the legitimacy that it had back in 1975 or back in the 1980s, five years after? Like, is it still an amazing movie? What do you think? I would say after, I mean, everything we've talked about, I definitely would say it is still an amazing movie. Like, mm-hmm. there's just no denying it. And honestly, the only reason why I hadn't watched it is just because I'm busy mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, you kind of forget about things. But you never, I never forgot that it existed. It's just the yeah. effort of, you know, having to buy it or yes. stream it or whatever. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely still think it holds up. I think Spielberg is honestly a genius, <laughs> in my opinion. I love all his movies that he's ever put out, at least, again, I don't know if he's had, like, small movies that I don't know about and that I'm embarrassing myself here, but... I don't think any <laughs> Spielberg movie is a small movie. You know, I think yeah. with that name on there, I don't <laughs> think you can... Honestly, I feel like but... he's, like, the only director I know is Spielberg. I think he's just, he's very well known, yeah, mm-hmm. I think that he oh, just no, has I... directed i mean there of course i'm sure you know other ones i just realized like wait i do know two other ones but <laughs> but there's just something about spielberg movies that so many of them became classics in mm-hmm. a way and i'm trying to think of the word i want to use but it's like they are the movies of like my childhood yeah and i think that the movies of a lot of people's childhood and i think that that is the reason that he's so well known mm-hmm. like um like the other directors like sometimes they create movies that are more artistic than interesting or like that I like to watch that's why I would say I think Spielberg might be one of my favorite directors for that reason is because it can be a really really good movie but it's also interesting and entertaining yeah it's funny and there's humor in it and I don't see that with some (laughs) other directors yeah I just feel like his humor too is like always it's always correctly placed Mm -hmm. like it's always like the moment that we needed that relief. Yes. That I, there's yeah. that humor. And I think he's a he's brilliant for that. Just mm-hmm. like those like perfect, okay, serious, serious, serious. Okay, now we need some sort of comic relief. And then there's like this light little joke. Yes. But yet it like sells pretty well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like there's one scene in Jaws that I'm thinking of specifically. And it's the scene where they're all sitting on the boat. It's nighttime. They're just sitting and talking. I think they're singing the song first. And they're singing this old sea shanty. And it gets stuck <laughs> in my head. And I won't sing it for you guys. But it, and so they're singing and then something happens and then they're like, oh, I'm going to tell you my really deep backstory now. <laughs> He's like, all of my friends got eaten by sharks and I will never wear a life jacket again. And so it's just like, oh, that's fun. We're having fun singing this song. Sadness. <laughs> and there's just something about, I don't know, it, like, like you said, it's just always well placed. Mm-hmm. And I think that just the thing with Jaws is like the reason so many people haven't seen it is because it's older and people are like, oh, that shark looks bad. Yeah. I'm going to point out like if I had never seen Jaws again and I was like I don't want to watch that movie because that shark looks bad <laughs> but there's so much more to it and I think mm-hmm. that it's just got to get past the fact that yes the shark doesn't look real <laughs> but is it still a good story yes mm-hmm. I think we once we get past that Bruce looked like poop <laughs> um, we 
can realize that it is an amazing movie and that there's so much to it that you can analyze. Like, we could spend an entire podcast just analyzing the parts of it that make it work, like the music. Like, we could have spent so long just talking about that music. Mm -hmm. We're not going to because that's (laughs) not the point of the podcast. But it's still the idea that there's so much to it that is, like, technically correct and technically amazing. Mm -hmm. And as someone who's going into media production... That's something that I really like like to look at and like like to learn about. And I think that I think other people will realize too that like it's just a really good movie. So yeah, I would definitely say that it holds up one hundred percent. And you agree? Yeah. Perfect. All right. <laughs> so we came to a consensus here. I don't I mean I don't know how you couldn't with Jaws, but <laughs> I think we're also unbiased enough here that we can acknowledge that there are flaws in the movie. Yeah. We know that. But that doesn't take away from the end product and the impact that it's had overall. So that brings us to the end of our podcast. Thank you for joining us on the Classic Holdup today. And thank you, Jess, for being our guest and talking to us about Jaws. Thank you for having me. (laughs) I really enjoyed this time geeking out with you about sharks and about Steven Spielberg. And I really appreciate you coming out here today. And we look forward to our next episode and we'll see you all again soon. Have a nice one. Find The Classic Holdup on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us at Audio Video Land for updates, teasers, and behind-the-scenes content of all Audio Video Land productions. The Classic Holdup is an Audio Video Land production by digital storytelling students of Michigan State University in collaboration with Impact 89FM.